0: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence?
1: <laughs> Why is that person in the corner wearing a trench coat and a fedora? <laughs> You
2: have somebody to understand the power that's
0: inside.
1: Pokemon. Gotta uh, face if he was a Muppet. Oh, you're
0: my best friend. In a world we must
2: defend. Dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> hey, and welcome back to the Brotherhood of Batman. I'm Aaron. I'm the little side of us. I produce this mess. Thanks for tuning back in.
3: I am Ben, your sunshine Shine into Gotham, and I just so happen to be the youth of the group. And
1: I'm Jake. I'm the middle brother. I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comics that we read through most of the time, but I didn't pick these. We are once again joined here on the Brotherhood of Batman.
3: He's trying to defend himself. You had this in continuity, <laughs> and then I was like, well, let me make sure we know what's going on.
1: I had one trade <laughs> for what one that episode. <laughs> Anyways. We are uh, joined again by my wonderful wife and Ben's okay friend,
3: Sarah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Hello.
1: I don't know if that's insulting your wife or insulting Ben.
2: Welcome back, Sarah. I was aiming for Ben. I was aiming for Ben. (laughs) Uh,
1: Here on Brotherhood of Batman, a a podcast of three brothers and my wife and Ben's friend (laughs) uh, where we get together and talk about Batman. Dark Knight, anything dorky and comic booky, or whatever that we feel like talking about. Sometimes wow. gun control if we get dark. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's great.
2: <laughs> I hate going third. And I think we're all just kind of drinking our beverage from last week. It's just been sitting out. Yeah, I'm feeling like pretty caffeinated. And, uh...
3: and it's called Clarion. Bum, bum, bum. The Witch Boy. And it is coffee with bum, bum, bum. Chocolate milk.
2: <laughs> that's very fair. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's been uh, going on in your
0: geeky little lives? Stop talking about, about comic books or i you. What do I'll you think you're doing, you nerd? Stop Get all those nerds! Nerd! Hair hair is nerd! nerd! Or I swear to God G? you're gonna spend your twilight years.
1: I'm the Batman of Geeks bitch. I have uh collected previously uh the Batman animated series figures.
3: Yeah, uh, Jake. I just had a Facebook memory from like, I don't know, five years ago or something. You're like, oh, this might be the first one I buy. I've been putting off buying this series. Uh-oh. This might break me. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I, I stopped. I luckily got out of it before it got out of hand because now they're all out of print and they're all super expensive. all out
2: of hand if you ever go on eBay to look for
1: them. Oh, they're bad. There is, however, a two-pack with the demon and one Clarion. <laughs>
0: bum, bum, bum!
1: The witch boy <laughs> with his little cat. <laughs> uh, So I might have to go find that because I don't think anybody else really cares about He's that one. He's in the animated series? He is in the the fourth season. Okay, okay bum time bum. to stop watching that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we also, um, Sarah found on Facebook Marketplace a wonderful board game deal on the Batman animated uh, mission based uh, miniature game that uh, is sitting in my office and I yeah. promise I am working all day long and not opening the boxes and looking at the 150 <laughs> animated series miniatures <laughs> that are inside. How many have you painted? None. None. But they, there is everybody, guys. There is Condiment King. Nice. Baby Doll. Andrea Beaumont. Andrea Beaumont. Uh, as herself or as not a Not in the sundress, just as a phantasm. <sighs>
3: People don't understand priorities. <laughs> There's Rupert cool.
1: Thorne and Candace. Uh, it's pretty freaking great. Um, and
3: props to Sarah for encouraging you to buy it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We didn't do the Kickstarter when it first launched, but uh, we made pretty good find.
3: Yeah. This was yeah, a heck of a
2: Profiting off
1: of some poor dude's uh,
2: life crumbling. <laughs> so
4: I like to think we were helping him in Helping leaving.
1: him move on. <laughs> That's fair. That's
4: fair. He posted a bunch of D&D stuff today.
3: i will have to take a look at it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <The> poor schmuck. <laughs> Sarah, what's been going on with you?
4: Uh, so, recently, my sister got back into Pokemon Go. Pokemon? She hasn't played it in a few years, and uh, I think it was community day in January, and my brother was on the train, and so I was like, okay, we got to try to catch him some shiny, so she redownloaded it. And we got some shinies. And uh, she has been just asking, like, so I caught a Pokemon. What do I do with it? And I'm like, you, col- you collect them? Like, <laughs> <laughs> <was just> like... <laughs> you tried to but get then... more. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's a pretty basic game. And She then... think it's like a Chia pet? Like, you I, got a pet. <laughs> I have <no> A Tamagotchi. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, a few years ago when she was playing, I remember she had Ditto as her buddy and i was like that's the worst buddy ever (laughs) because ditto doesn't evolve into anything what are you doing um so she is slowly learning we've been doing a lot of uh, um i work at the same place as her so we'll go on walks at lunch and hit up the stops and stuff and just enjoying listening to her questions about it
3: that's cute that's That's a fun game Mm -hmm. i like the um physical exercise aspect of it yeah
1: you're like I agree. Flicking, is that what you mean? Walking. Oh,
3: walking. walking. <laughs> I like to spin my circle.
0: <laughs> Poxy monsters.
3: Um, yeah. Uh, I just had a week of watching all three Ant Man movies. Um, Josh got us free tickets to see the third Ant Man and Wasp movie. Oh, okay. Um, which I'm glad it was free, but uh, I enjoyed the popcorn. Um, That is not boding well for Marvel and DC movies. I think it's... They've announced that... Marvel's announced, I think, (coughs) I saw anyways, that they're going to slow down because they're catching that people are losing major interest. Um, But I had never watched any of the Ant-Man movies, and so we watched the first two over the last week leading up to it, so that was kind of fun. I I enjoyed the first one. It was really cute. I thought it was a solid fun Mm -hmm. Very traditional Marvel formula movie. Um, And I love Paul Rudd. Yeah. Um, I will say, (laughs) y'all know I like teen superheroes. Um, I did enjoy the actress they got to play the older um, daughter, Cassie. Um, She's in Supernatural. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh. Well, I thought she did a good job in the third movie. Um, She was definitely a highlight. And then there were a couple moments with Ant-Man, but over... Other than that, I the movie was whatever. Um, but I, I was glad that, that right. at least the teen character was good. So. Yeah, we yeah. I mean,
2: I I'm having less desire to see the Marvel and DC movies as they're coming out because we watched Black Adam, which is just a front flying rock, and it was not worth the time. <sighs> that movie was bad. It was bad, and we watched Wakanda Forever, and that was a two hour and 40 minute tribute to Chadwick Boseman in the movie could have been an hour and a half. It just wasn't, it was meh. And I don't like, I like the Ant-Man first Ant-Man movie. And I just, the second one was okay. Um, seeing, having a desire to like spend, cause it's not cheap to take kids and like no. to go to a movie and it's worth going to a movie for popcorn and things, but it's just, it's hard to like, I don't want to go sit and be, bored for like two hours being like i could have just watched this at home and spent less time and gone to the bathroom when
1: i want right
2: so that sounds to me like i will be waiting
1: well i think there are so many i mean we obviously are in the golden age or whatever the the prime age of superhero content right Mm -hmm. like it is everywhere every month there's a new show or a new Mm -hmm. movie and i think it's at the point where there's so much that like one, you're doing yourself a disservice if you try to watch it all because you're just you overburdening can't. your senses, and nothing is going to stand out as being enjoyable and good when there's that much of it out there. Um, I am we are behind, like, there's a bunch of the shows we haven't watched, there's a couple of the movies we still haven't watched, and I'm not in a rush to get to them. I mean, we'll yeah, get I to them agree. when we get to them, but
4: yeah, the last one we watched was Black Adam, and I did have a nice nap during it. Oh,
1: well, oh, there you go but that was about it. And now there are things that I am excited about like uh the spin-off penguin TV show from the Batman movie. I am mm-hmm. super stoked for that cuz that movie wasn't holding to the mighty universe of eight other movies and TV shows all tied together and it was just we're going to tell our own story and we're going to but now they're going to bring in like it's it's a fine line of like, yes, I want more of that content, but if I gotta watch four shows before I watch the next movie, or if like I'm sitting down mm. to watch the movies, I wanna like someday I'd love to watch The Batman and the Batman Two and The Batman Three, mm. maybe and like but I don't wanna have to watch five T V shows to get that whole right. story mm-hmm. as well every time I want to re-experience them.
2: And that's why I was out. Like, I I stopped watching Flash and Arrow and, like, that whole thing. I was like, I can't devote that much time to all of that. And the Flash movie trailer came out during the Super Bowl. Did you guys see that one? Oh, it looks
0: very good. (laughs) I
2: I am very torn on wanting to see it. Like, I'm kind of leaning towards waiting until I hear what other people have to say. (laughs) But, I mean, Ezra Miller, like, the fact he's... Like Doofus, kind of giant douche, and still gets to make his movie. Doesn't make me want to see it because. Yeah. Of, uh, I mean, I'm curious about Michael Keaton being Batman again. I don't know how we'll see how that goes, but yeah, I'm probably not going to rush out to see any anything right now unless it's like you have to see it
3: kind mm-hmm. of thing. It's a funny conversation to have with this book because it is like you have to read all of these things or you have to watch all of these movies, and with comic books like. And with the movies, you can pick and choose what you do. And so back in the day when I had more time, I would read all the different DC stuff. And now that I like have more money, I'm getting kind of back Mm -hmm. into I'll read these crossovers. But I also like I'm very okay with taking in media that I want and ignoring other things. If something doesn't make sense to me, I'm like, well, it's pretty. And I read comics for that. I'm like, I like this art and I like this character, so I'm going to buy it. I don't know what the hell's happening, but that's Mm -hmm. just me, and not everyone is interested in that, which is totally fine, but I definitely agree, and so having the conversation about there's too many Marvel movies, or too many DC movies while we do this giant crossover (laughs) (laughs) storyline, I think is perfect, because it's what what you buy, and even when I made you guys read these books, I was selective about making you not read everything.
1: Well, and, and it's the whole, the whole genesis Yo, of this <laughs> podcast. I mean, we could read month to month every title. We could read every issue. We, we couldn't. We, we would give up on it immediately because it's just too mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. And so the picking and choosing of what storylines come into the show for us to review and which ones don't. Like, guys... It's a heavy burden that I carry upon <laughs> these shoulders. It
3: is. And we like to give you crap about it. But it, it's very true. And even, like, deciding for this, I was like, well, I'm just going to throw this in here for fun. But, like, i aware of, like, how much work it really takes. Because, um, yeah, once you do it once, you're like, okay, this is a pain in the ass. And I don't want it. this is my role. <laughs> I will host every week.
0: Um, so, yeah.
3: Did well, everyone been, get a weekend geek? Uh, yeah, I
2: kind of Toby and I started watching The Last of Us on HBO. Nice, which uh, is based off the video game, which I've was heard a it's very good PlayStation game. The, I was the show. I, I would, the show yeah, was yeah I was apprehensive going into it because like The Walking Dead. You know how many zombie shows do we need? Um, it's it's really good. It's really good so far. It's like I think there's five episodes out. There's a new one comes out tonight. Uh, I think we were on like. Episode five or whatever. And I thought it was going to be, like, is it going to be too close to Walking Dead? Is it going to, like, just kind of... Because that, I think, has way past run its course. Like, needs to be wrapped up show-wise.
1: But I thought it was. It's still going on?
2: I don't know. Maybe it's done, but I thought um, it was... Oh, man.
4: It's either they're in their final season or their final it's season just, it... just happened. Yeah, okay. yeah. I know Somewhere they're trying. It's just, but they're like, doing so like, long. They're, they're just I just spin-offs. thought they're doing spinoffs, yeah. Oh, see, that's, So it's... Yeah. The universe isn't dying
2: there. But there, there was... Uh, episode 3 was really well done. It's got... Uh,
1: Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman
2: from yeah, Parks and Rec, who um, plays like a survivalist, like uh <laughs> prepper kind of thing when this apocalypse kind of happens. And it's just it's really well done. Good character development. It's, it's, it's worth a watch right now. I'm hoping that I think they've already signed on for season two, but I'm hoping it doesn't do this like repetitive stuff and it actually kind of goes somewhere. So we'll see it's so far. It's pretty good. It's got a uh, Pedro Pascal or the Mandalorians, the the male lead, and
3: of course he is. Uh-huh. He's in everything right now. Yeah,
1: and um, the young actor who played, uh, she was her character on Game of Thrones. She was the leader of the Bear Island in the North. I don't know, mm-hmm. Aaron. I know you watched it. and You watched it, Sarah. Um, the one she when. The North has to rise back up near the end of the show. She's the one leading that small little island territory, and kind of puts a lot of the uh, men in their place with a lot of her speeches during the show. She's the young, oh, uh, that's young hilarious. character okay. in All Last right, of Us. Yeah, I Although I apologize, fine. I think she is, um, using uh, they pronouns now. But yeah, okay.
4: Did you guys see on SNL when Pedro Pascal? posted the mario kart
1: no <laughs> it is so funny it's okay.
4: like it. a, in the trend of doing these um these video games as very serious tv shows and movies
1: hbo's next adapted video game mario kart <laughs> <laughs> nice. it
4: is so funny highly recommend it
2: i think the mario kart's actually gonna be prominently featured in the new mario movie yep which oh, actually yeah. that movie looks
1: Halfway it's decent. better and better every time I see it. I'm yeah.
3: excited. I want, yeah, I want to see that yeah. one.
2: Nice. Do we want to get into this, Ben? Sure. People.
4: All right. So. <laughs> Guest.
2: Oh, I forgot who's inter <laughs> recap. What do we read, Sarah? I could not recap this.
4: Oh, I did not write down me. issues, but we read lots of different stories. Sins <laughs> <laughs> mm. of youth. Um, sins of youth. So we had. Some stuff from Superboy, and we learn a lot more about Agenda and the clones and what Amanda Spence's whole motivation is and a little more about Contessa and all that. Um, We got Star Woman taking all the children to space along with Doibee Dickles to try and get his little ray gun or whatever he used, the deager or ager, his his gun that he used uh, to play their part. Um and that all went super well. <laughs> um
2: that's pretty good. Then yeah. we get like
4: Batman and Robin, and they have to switch roles, and I like how Superman and Superboy kind of switch roles. Um yeah, it's just a lot of teenagers. Becoming adults, and I love how it's like. Oh, i have a grown up now. I'm 26. It's <laughs> like, yes, you are, but
3: <laughs> you're yeah, you're still pretty young. Um, Isn't that yeah. weird? Aren't we old now? Uh,
0: so old. No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> how old is Superman, canonically? Canonically,
1: uh, they should be roughly 42-ish around here. Okay, good.
3: Oh. I'm not there yet. I was thinking 35. I was like... <laughs>
4: okay. I thought it was like... I thought he was always 33.
1: The, so is that he Jesus always... Yeah. So, yeah, usually he uh, starts as Superman in Metropolis at that time. Mm-hmm. That's usually the kickoff point. Okay. Hmm. And we found out that Batman is 24. Or 26, when he returns to Gotham, and then they just gave us was it 10 years?
3: So maybe he's so I he's so they're 30s, yeah, somewhere. he's 35,
1: 36.
3: So that's uh, what the bulk of the adults are that are being dealt with that's in this world. Yeah, you,
1: can you imagine yourself now going through everything Batman has gone through? <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: <laughs> no, not at all. So we got uh, a lot
1: of role flipping team up books here uh and last week we talked about how they didn't really know what to do with the teen titans and so they didn't really show up in any of these i thought while going to the bathroom between weeks uh that was a long potty break that there there was one huge missed opportunity they could have done with the titans if alfred and dick had both been at the rally (laughs) and switched roles and Dick was an old grumpy man, and Alfred was the uh, sexpot teen that he maybe was in his youth. I'm going to have nightmares about this now. (laughs) Oh, Lord. I really want a Nightwing Alfred (laughs) Sins of Youth uh, flashback issue uh, sometime. Ben, get writing.
3: Yeah, Sarah, you want to help me with it? Sure. Okay. I think it would be amazing. (laughs) You're going to have to draw it, Jake. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, hilarious. So the first thing we read here was Superboy trying to figure, like, getting aged up. So they figure out the science behind all this, and he's able to age up. And he, Yeah,
1: in like 30 seconds since his whole fucking storyline forever has been they don't know how to change his age and he's going to forever be stuck in this age and now it's convenient like oh well we'll just switch his atomic uh structure around real quick and oh oh, he's an adult yeah yeah armor
3: easy (laughs) um and in this issue his previous girlfriend um gets done off by almost as person. quickly
1: as they solve his molecular structure issue or whatever the hell they fix, she's yeah. dead. He's like, Oh crap, she's dead.
3: <laughs> yep. And that's a little uh, refrigerator moment for us. She'd been around since his beginning, so yeah, Tanya, Was she Tano. the news Tana. reporter Tana. that he? Yeah, was? It, from Hawaii, Tana, okay. The uh, yeah, his his Lois Lane, who was always a little older than him and only getting older than him. So they stopped being in a relationship for a while, and she was like coming back into his book casually here, um, and then they, after <laughs> and they offed her under the guise of you're a man now sort of thing. Um, yeah, so that's that's interesting.
1: Um, <laughs> I did like his grown-up... So one thing to note here is when the kids were all switched age, so were their costumes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, so I, there's a lot of costume discussion I think we're going to have to have, especially about one uh, uh, star girl. But um, <laughs> uh, I did like Connor's grown-up Superman look. It was very much like a an Elseworlds, like black sleeves that you know, the cape was kind of this strange collapse. Mm. He still has his little one earring, but it's now a ring instead of just a stud. and <laughs> uh, I liked I liked his look as uh, as, but he is drawn just like Clark and Superman, right? Like because he's not gonna grow up an age to look
3: differently if he could ever grow up at all. Because um, at this point in the story He is made from Superman's DNA Mixed with some random schmuck that worked at Cadmus Yes And they retconned mm-hmm. that to be as actually Lex Luthor So he might have looked a little different Well but that's a spoiler for a while we was going to put that in the continuity
2: Good, cool. one more last thing we've got to read still can <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's uh, right there, I see the issue <laughs> Yep. <yeah? laughs> Um, we get a cute little JLA story where they're trying to get up to the watchtower for something. And then, yeah, basically everyone's like, we need to all split off and deal with, like, our real stuff for a minute and try to, like, damage control the situation. We'll all meet back up and try to, like, fix our ages is the gist of the beginning of these issues.
1: Yep. And meanwhile, Clarion. Bum, bum, bum. The Witch Boy. Is bouncing around the DC universe, <laughs> turning everybody that he didn't turn to a kid into a kid. For fun. For fun. Okay. okay. Mostly villains.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That'll So be that we a thing. get
1: villain versions. There was an issue. I don't know if you guys flipped through the pages of the books that Ben did not have us read. But there's sure Aaron one. didn't <laughs> there's one where he zaps uh, Catwoman into a kid but her costume doesn't change like
3: everybody else's? She is. looks like the Riddler wearing her costume. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: exactly what I thought. It's this oversized cat suit all of a sudden, and this little girl holding a gem. <laughs> it's it's a cute panel, but I'm like, why did her costume not change?
2: Depends on the fabric. I mean, she may not have used better fabric. Child-changing yeah. fabric. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's, yeah. is it stretchy enough? You know, or is it tailor-made to fit her? I know.
3: What did you guys think of Bat Boy in the JLA issue?
2: In the JLA issue? Or just in general, Bat Boy. He's very grumps. (laughs) He's like very... I liked... I, I think this was the one. I really liked the speech bubbles for bat boy they were very like dripping dripping and you could sense like it was very written as though i don't want be beer and i'm super fucking annoyed and that's what your just...
3: speech bubbles look like when i see you talk aaron <laughs>
2: you're probably correct if i, if I had to <laughs> <laughs> no i mean he was very dark and brooding and more so as a teenage angst batman so
3: everyone calls him bats and he's got a repetitive don't call me bats to like Everyone he runs into in right. that issue. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the only one that can shut down the JLA, the Watchtower's defense system. They don't, um, they're not recognized as themselves because their voices and body structures are different. <laughs> so uh, I thought it was cute that Bat Boy of all these superheroes is the one that's able to get through the obstacles and shut everything I'm down. I'm sure
2: he knew there's a possibility they would all be turned into kids at one point. <laughs> so he had a fail-safe build <laughs>
3: Yeah, Batman loves his fail safe, so I'm mm-hmm. sure we'll get to that eventually. And
1: well, the, the lesson learned, like, if you have bronchitis or something that's giving you a sore throat, like, you can't get up in the fucking watchtower, because it's not going
3: to know who you are. <laughs> You'd think there'd be, true. like, an eye scanner, which I feel like their eyes wouldn't really change a retinal that scanner? Yeah. those?
2: Will there was a thing in 99? I don't know. 2000, I guess this is probably.
1: Uh, So more costume discussions. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> Kyle! Kyle Kyle Rayner.
3: <laughs> That was my favorite thing in this it's, entire book.
1: It's actually really good. It's a really good joke. So every single panel that Green Lantern Kyle Rayner is drawn in, he has a new costume on. And what we oh. know about Kyle Rayner from our previous Green Lantern issues... Last time Sarah was here. Is <laughs> He's an artist. He's one of the youngest members of the Justice League. And as an artist, it turned into an angsty youth, uh, probably a little bit younger than his... Other teammates, he doesn't have a self defined identity yet. He doesn't know what he wants to look like. So every single moment, he just switch, 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 switch. switch. Okay. And I like that knock and the other artist here all had to draw like 50 different versions of this and iterations of this, the same costume, So That was pretty fun.
3: Yeah. You'll see him in the background, just like looking at himself with like a new thing or they'll won't even like they, at the beginning they have him acknowledging it. And then as it goes, it's just casually like a different look. Um, okay, I didn't pick up on any of that. So. Another character even tells Aaron's him, like, who the hell is this other new character? <laughs> probably Fair. every Fair. panel. Probably... There's somebody new. <laughs> Fair. Um, at one point, a character even like teases him about, "Oh, you only went back like two years, right?" Yeah. Because he was like twenty or whatever, early twenties. And then we go to the Bat Boy and Robin issue, which is Tim and Bruce, and they physically switch outfits. So we have Tim <laughs> acting like Batman.
2: Yeah, and that that issue was pretty funny, actually. That one was that one was decent. Um, Batman is like say, t- or Tim is." pretending to be Batman as he meets with Gordon and Batman's like trying to coax him into what he's you're talking too much or he's doing other things where it's not like Gordon's like are you another one and he's like no I'm not <laughs> tell him I'd never do that again <laughs> tell him I promised to never yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was pretty funny I like the some of the dialogue and exchange in there
1: I, I, I thought it was a good gag and it was funny and the, there's a line that he's talking to He's talking to Tim, who's dressed as Batman, who's talking to Gordon, and Bruce is giving Tim instructions, and he literally says, tell him I promised I would never switch on you again, and like, Bruce, you and Gordon just went, th- we read right. an entire issue of you two talking about your Tomatoes, trust. Tomatoes, man. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need another garden issue because you just put kid Tim in front of this guy. like,
3: And made him lie to his face. Right.
1: He knows. He told you he knows every time you're lying to him. Like, How short of a memory do you have? Well, he's hoping he forgets to. The well, he's
4: also a teenager now.
1: That's true. So, so he's he isn't... living in his own fantasy world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or more so well, than he already it, does. Yeah. <laughs> in all
0: fairness, Bruce
2: lives in his own fantasy world, too. So
0: I
1: feel like we had a huge missed opportunity. Uh, sir, I'm very glad that you were able to guest with us here. But it would have been very humorous to bring Noah and Toby on and have
3: them switch roles <laughs> with you and I. <laughs> that would have been very amusing to me. I would have been very stressed out, <laughs> <laughs> much like these characters would have been. Um, to hear we them get, do impersonations of us. We get um, Child Penguin is one of the people carrying <laughs> on changes.
0: <laughs> just yep. for, no, for no purpose. For just, no just, for,
3: just for fun. Um, this kind of deals with the idea of, like, what does Tim want to be down the line? So Tim's whole story that we've talked about a lot on this podcast is that he wanted to be Robin because Batman needed a Robin, and that changes over time. Like, does Batman need a Robin? And now Tim has his own friends and is feeling some sort of way about Bruce controlling what he can share about his own identity. And here it's like, well, do I want to be Batman? I never really thought about being Batman. What do you guys think of that whole
4: So I was wondering because I guess I don't know year wise when it happened, but Dick was really mad um, that he wasn't asked to be Batman and Asriel was Batman instead. Mm -hmm. Uh And so is Bruce thinking now that he is training Tim to be... It. Like, when Tim's like, oh, well, I never thought I would wear this suit, and I don't think I want to, if he's like, you know, well, fuck you, too. Or if he's like, okay, good, <laughs> no, because it.
1: No, I already you promised it to Dick. <laughs> yeah, and, well, I mean, he mentions that he just, at one point, he just assumes that he'll be too slow, and he'll die, and that'll be the end of Batman. Yeah. And But Bruce and Batman... The two different personas have have thought so much about that character and what it means to Gotham and what he needs to do. Like, I can't imagine that he's not thinking about that, right? I can't imagine that he doesn't have in his head like, how does this crusade continue
3: past me? Mm-hmm. W- who protects Gotham when I can't anymore? Um, Especially after what Sarah was saying with Nightfall, like he hadn't really <sighs> thought about it too much, but now he's definitely thinking
1: yeah yeah we had prodigal where dick does take over for a while and he's running around with tim as his robin which is a good team up we found but still that point it was never a question would tim step up into it and uh i mean there are many other batman stories well that will come up for us to uh to elaborate on because it, it it ends up being the legacy of batman is something that that does seemingly have to continue whether bruce is a part of it or not
0: yeah
3: we get um bruce dealing with a little bit of the trauma that he that was closer to this age so he starts like freaking out about his parents a bit being a teenager again which i thought was good but i also thought was funny because he never not funny, ha-ha, but <laughs> funny because he's never really dealt with the drama, which is why he's a fucking bat. <laughs> um, but having it be seeing him at the age where it was closer to like, oh, this happened, you know, a couple years ago versus this happened 20 years ago, I thought was interesting.
1: Yeah. Do you want to read some more of those kinds of stories? I'll, we can do some rewind and read some more like. What does he do right after the murders and that kind of stuff? No, I'm good. But I thought it was interesting <laughs> to see him
3: as like a bad boy, being like, "Oh no, trauma." Yeah. Um, and Clarion or somebody does something where oh bum, no, bum, some bum. random, some random villain, <laughs> the witch boy, some random villain in this, um, with uses magic to like trigger the trauma or whatever, and it doesn't affect him. Yeah, that's a uh, uh, Gregor.
2: Have... Is that Gregor that does that? Yes. And is that Doctor Psycho from the Harley Show? It seems like the Looks same like kind him. of powers. He's like a short dude. Ooh. It has like, like this mind control. So I was thinking, is that really? Maybe that's the that's like the closest I've seen for uh, like a, a character like that. So I am. Uh, uh, you guys keep talking. I'll be right back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I didn't know who that was, Aaron. It looked like him. Yeah.
2: No. That it just seemed to me like this. Okay. I can control your minds. I'm the short little dude. I don't know. Maybe. Um. He's yeah. He was working with Zatanna captured by i don't know some random twins
3: <laughs> more characters some siamese twins this was the point I where know, i was like i'm not you know? writing down the characters anymore <laughs> either
2: <laughs> so we also have like shazam earlier and like just i can't remember what happened to shazam did he stay as a kid did he turn back to an adult because that would be like a i think yeah
3: that would be trippy so he wasn't in the zapping but there we did get a bit of him and his like captain marvel jr and miss marvel Um, where they're like you're such an adult sometimes because they're all kids until they power up and he powers Mm -hmm. up to be an adult and they power up to just be powered teenagers which is interesting and random but um, they're giving him crap for like agreeing with the adults and like looking at multiple sides but he isn't like super in here anymore because he didn't get zapped by clarion okay well they go to
2: they go to visit like shazam and there's like the the seven deadly sins they didn't call him that in this I think they called them the seven deadly enemies of man, which mm-hmm. was very similar.
1: Yeah, because th- Shazam or Captain Marvel is an interesting character that I thought they could maybe do a little bit more with in this story because mm-hmm. he would have a a unique perspective that the rest of them don't because he is both a child and a man that inhabit the same space. Although I think in this continuity. They are two entities that replace one another. I think so. They're not uh, like a Hulk where he changes, but they can talk to each other or experience each other's stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they just switch. But he does live a life as a child and superhero
3: as a completely different adult. Well, the first Young Justice mm-hmm. team up, which we actually read for this podcast, involved him and it, it dealt with that um, the identities of Captain Marvel. Because it was the world without adults, and so the adults all went one place, and the kids all went another, and he got to go back and forth between them. So they did. They did address that. So maybe with this, they're like, we don't need to deal with him anymore. We've already touched on that.
1: It is fucking Doctor Psycho. Good job, is Aaron.
3: It? Oh my
1: God, how did I miss the fact that that is the first time we've had Doctor Psycho on our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> they call probably the last. <laughs> they call him Gregor, but. His given name is Edgar Zitko. Um, I don't know. I guess oh, at this okay. point in time, but it is Doctor Psycho. That nice. is all right. I'm nice glad job.
3: Pick something out of that. Good job, Aaron. Thanks. Yeah. Proof that he did pay attention. Yeah, I, I read things. I and mean, made notes.
1: Th- you know, it's a little less vulgar of a Doctor Psycho here than we <laughs> a <could>. little bit. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's no c word being dropped randomly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in <heaven>. your pocket.
2: <laughs> want talk shows to explain yourself.
3: Did you all watch the Harley Quinn Valentine special? I have not yet. How was it? It was funny. Okay. We, wa- we watched it right, on Valentine's Day. I enjoyed I'll it. To, I'll to watch that soon, better than Ant Man three. So, right. um,
2: so the next issue is the old stupid people that land on his planet.
3: Star Woman and JSA Junior. I no, sure.
2: like uh, Dobby or Dobby or Dobby. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So if you if you have to land somewhere to get parts for it, it is a really good idea to land where you are wanted by everyone on that planet, <laughs> where the sentence is then death. So it's a really great plan to just the planet land in that's the like middle of the road 1930s or middle 30s Brooklyn. <laughs> yes, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> it's
3: fun, Aaron <laughs> Well,
2: and here's they they. These people have a legitimate complaint against this guy for whatever he did. I can't remember, but they bring out this executioner named Herman, and I feel so bad because Herman clearly skipped leg day repeatedly. If you look at how he's drawn, <laughs> and they just like destroy. Like he's got a job to do. Everybody's got like this guy's been convicted. He's wanted man. He lands back on his planet, and then they just like kill everybody or destroy everything to get away. And I'm like, you just totally wasted like like these people who were
1: total innocents in this.
2: So anyway. So there's my thoughts on that.
1: All eighteen issues that we read of this, and the thing you care most about is Herman. feeling bad for the executioner?
2: I do. Yeah.
1: He didn't get to carry out his <laughs> He didn't get his job done, huh? No,
2: he didn't get his job done.
1: He was just, just a just a blue I mean,
2: collar could, guy trying if to I get could his get rid of one d- more of these fucking heroes, that would have been <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> I did like that Poor Herman.
0: Doby Dobby,
1: Dobby, Dobby. Dickle, whatever his name is. Uh, I like that his de-aging gun looks a lot like uh, Earthworm Jim's ray gun. Yeah, it <laughs> it did. kind of did, actually. <laughs> it's that cartoony and over the top. We All right. have Star Woman. Star Woman. Sarah, go. I really
4: <laughs> liked how um, because she joined the team because her stepfather, Pat, was um, Stripe, who was Starman's sidekick. So she is now being the parent role to him and dealing with all the frustrations that parents feel and kind of getting a taste of her own medicine. (laughs) Um, So I enjoy that. Um, Also, I just, Pat was by far my favorite character on, um, on Stargirl. So I liked seeing little kid Pat and like, he has his tiny little robot that he can send off to do stuff. Which I had, I've only seen the big one. I didn't know that he had that
1: little
3: guy. Yeah, I, I think don't... that happened from the de aging. Yeah. okay. Just like you get it as a toy now. It's you're an a action kid. figure now. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
3: Um.
4: <laughs> usually, it's <laughs> he rides a giant... around in a
1: giant robotic suit to help protect his stepdaughter. Oh, Okay. <laughs> We're really selling Aaron. I'm watching Stargirl. <laughs> <laughs> and he wears a pirate red and white striped shirt. It's Luke Wilson. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Who doesn't love Luke Wilson? I think yeah. it's more like a Waldo shirt than a pirate shirt. Oh,
3: okay, yeah. Yeah, So, Sarah, this <laughs> is this is the first time that um Star Girl or Star Spangled Kid or whatever the hell she is at this point gets the staff.
4: Okay, so that's why Jack Knight was telling <laughs> Tell her,
3: her that how that to use it. <laughs>
4: okay.
1: Because it's not um it's not Pemberton is not Starman. It's no. uh which one is the s- Second. I think so, it's like, Jack Knight. Was... Jack Knight. Yeah. So he's got the he's got the goggles on his head and the trench coat, and he's the one with the cosmic staff running around on the JSA right now. And
3: he eventually gives her the staff in the JSA comic series, which happens, mm-hmm. I think, soon after this. Um, Apparently,
1: his Starman run, like when he is Starman at good. this time, is supposed to be really good.
4: I heard that a lot from my co-host. On Stargirl After Show.
1: Well, we have it. Huh. We should sit down and read
3: it sometime. In your library? <laughs> it's in the you library. You find it? Well, it's under S. <laughs> sure it is. S-T. <laughs> what side of the room
1: is that? The right. Um. So her costume is an upgrade to a combination of her um, halter top and shorts but with his trench coat and goggles and the staff so I I just found it interesting like he was Starman kind of for a short period of time but like her look at it, it Envelop what was currently going on with his, that character as opposed to her costume is a lot more reminiscent of the original Starman, anyways. She's in charge of like a kinder care. <laughs> like the <Yeah>. JSA <laughs> is just a bunch of annoying little brat rat. Like they're what, all like six to
3: eight years old, right? Yeah, like, they're, they're all toddlers, barely. <laughs> yeah.
4: But did Mary and in... Doiby? Did they not get hit by this? They didn't get hit by it. Okay.
1: So Doiby shot. So obviously he was clear. I guess she was maybe standing behind him.
3: Yeah. So so they're they're still like old. Well, they're old, but they also were at the beginning of all of this, like really getting in there, and they were being used by the agenda. We find out old justice was being used, but they are oh, yeah. still There's judgy, and they're plot. still the ones that are like <laughs> learning about like oh, it is okay to be young and blah, blah, blah. And so we get a lot of her in this being mad at Courtney because Mary, the gimmick girl, was the original Star <laughs> Spangled Kid's brother or sister. Right. I'm just watching
1: Aaron yeah. glaze over much <laughs> like he was when he was reading the books.
3: <laughs> Which is completely fine because we'll read something Aaron likes later. <laughs>
0: it's my podcast too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, But she was saying that uh, Mary, the gimmick girl, is is commenting about how Pemberton would not have approved of Courtney, Mm -hmm. And that is, um, do they touch upon that in the Stargirl show? Like, is her being a legacy character? I mean, it's a big deal, right? Yeah,
4: so in the show, (laughs) Sylvester Pemberton is... Starman, but in the comics he never was. And so when in the first season she thinks that she's Starman's daughter and Mary the gimmick girl was married to Brainwave.
1: Oh, so she's in the Stargirl show? No, because he
4: killed her to oh. show that he was dedicated to Ice school's plan. Whoops. So, <laughs>
3: spoiler. Yeah. Yeah, that's no, a that's bad Stephanie gimmick.
0: Um what? so they <laughs> Shut up, Dickle.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, Sarah. sorry.
4: Um, so they do have they have references to Mary and so like when she finds out that the Brainwave's son what's his name? Henry. So when she finds out that Brain Henry's fart. dad is Brainwave, then she's like, Oh, that means we're cousins because my dad is Starman and his wife is Mary the gimmick girl. And so she has that whole thing. That's not correct because that's not her dad. But so there's references to her there, but um, They, they
1: talk about in here, how she just found the costume and, and just assumed that she could be a superhero. Courtney. Yeah. Yes.
3: That the comics, I mean the TV show does too, but the comics takes a little while longer for, her to get approval from Pat to really do the superheroing. Now, a lot of
1: these issues, she's running around with the just or Young Justice when, when she gets, you know, spoiler alert, they eventually get de-aged back to the appropriate age.
3: She's running around with the... Does she on the Young Justice at any point? No, she's like an honorary. Like, she shows up occasionally from time to time. Um, but she is with the old people and there is a bit of like sarah mentioned i think last week the young justice team shows up so there is a bit of like we're the same age so we can have moments but she never is officially a member of the team okay gotcha we get a nice bookend here
1: for where we what ben you know very um deliberately chose to start us with in that young justice issue with arrowette Superboy having lost his ex-girlfriend to a member of the agenda gets the chance to enact his revenge on her. And he was the one who stopped Arrowet, and now he has to be stopped and and shown that that's not what you do. You don't kill the people for killing your friend.
3: And he gets stopped by wonder girl who is Mm -hmm. his new They're leading towards that being a love storyline. And so love interesty. Um, and so she's like, we told um Sissy King Jones, we told Arrowette, like we're not identified by whatever. Um wait, is that right? Yeah. So it's like you they're really pushing him being the S. Like his main identity is being Superboy. And so it's like you don't have to like if you do this, you're not Superboy anymore. So what would you be? No. So I had a I had a plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so he makes the decision to not kill her because he is going to keep being Superboy, and the S people don't kill people. So, no, they don't. No. Does they don't. he go back to Superboy? I
2: can't remember. It's been a while since I read this. Does he go back or revert, or does yes, he? Yes, he
3: reverts. They revert. So this all ends with there's big fights and Clarion. We
1: have to talk about oh. Clarions. Further chaos plan. Sure, sure, sure. The big fight. Sure, sure,
3: sure. So he goes back to Superboy, but when he goes back to Superboy, he loses his powers, and so then in his ongoing story, they're gonna really be like, "What do you do if you're not Superboy?" Because that's kind of where you get that's a going. Job
2: and you get to work and yeah. And, and I think at this point, he gets disappear.
3: to age normally, at least for a while. So I think that this was the breaking point of him being stuck sixteen forever.
2: This like, was there. Oh, we can just now move him forward because his dna was altered
3: yes granted he never really passes
2: like magical
0: But yeah okay yeah so
2: So there was a clarion uh says that he had given jim jones his kool-aid recipe do you guys know what that was a reference to
1: is that the waco not waco
2: no this was the uh people's temple jonestown massacre Uh, That was in uh, 1978. Yeah, it was a 909 people uh, in a mass suicide murder plot. And it wasn't actually Kool-Aid, even though if you've heard the line, don't drink the Mm -hmm. Mm Kool-Aid. It was actually Flavor-Aid that was given (laughs) out. At that to uh, commit the murders, but it's it's kind of, I don't know, it's a funny one of those things where it wasn't oh, actually. Oh, yeah, it's so funny. How many it people? Is. Uh, <laughs> 909 and 304 of them were kids. So, oh, Jesus. Mixing yeah. the
3: humor with the dark. <laughs> That's right. That's right.
2: Clarion. But it wasn't Bastard. actually Kool-Aid. Bum,
1: bum, bum. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so. Clarion. Bum, bum, bum. The Witch
2: Boy. Probably not in real life, but according to the uh, the comic it was.
1: So, Star Woman and the <laughs> JSA Junior retrieve. This is what I researched while we were doing. I love it. They retrieve the the, the a new de aging gun. They get back to Earth. Everybody's hanging out. Things are escalating with all the different um, factions, and so that they can't put things back to normal. Clarion decides to cause even more chaos and havoc.
0: Pokemon.
1: <laughs> by, uh, yeah, by making um another '90s fad, <laughs> epoxy monsters.
4: And
3: yeah, chase everybody.
4: I love the peekaboo, <laughs>
3: peekaboo! This giant like blue Pikachu looking thing. Yeah, um, epoxy so monsters is, had been in here. How
2: far can we stretch the copyright before we get
0: sued?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> Peter David is not afraid of a reference. These books are not afraid to reference. Um, so that was fun. Just some good splash pages of fighting Pokemon. <laughs> I
2: was I was getting excited near the last issue, partially because it was almost over, <laughs> and partially because we had Lobo finally show up into continuity. Yeah, and that you're opens welcome. the door to <laughs> an Elseworlds book that will be coming shortly of Lobo and Batman. But,
3: I think I deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So when everything gets fixed, um, Clarion agrees to fix all the ages along with Doibee's gun because you need the science with the magic. Oh, I feel like we could talk about Nancy Drew and Tom Swift if we wanted to. <laughs> but you get the science with the magic and Clarion, bum, 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 the witch boy says that he will fix it if he um, but everyone has to change back. And then Secret, who we barely touched on, she's this dead ghost girl. She's like, I don't want to change back, blah, blah, blah. Tim convinces her to change. He's like, I promise I'll always be there if you go into the darkness or whatever. If
1: somebody says, oh, that promise doesn't sound too great. <laughs> yeah.
3: And uh, Young Justice gets back to that like 30 issues later. And so um, so they changed them back. And where was I going? What were we and talking And Superboy's
1: de-aged. But. There is a... Oh, the Lobo. Yeah, there's wording to
3: his spell. I'm changing everyone back on Earth, and Batman's like, on Earth, mm, that's suspicious. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) And in busts one micro version (laughs) of the main main man.
3: man. He's the top teen now, (laughs) and his name is Lil Lobo. Lil Lobo.
1: I love Lil Lobo. Uh, I love Lobo, and we have not really had a great chance to put Lobo in this comic. See, Aaron, and, I'm a Aaron, I'm sorry that this is where Lobo
0: comes in.
3: I'm and not sorry. You're it, welcome. It's, it's opening the
2: <laughs> gate to a bunch of Lobo, so there there will be a Christmas special, and there is. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
3: so Lil Lobo and Clarion fight and whatever, and he doesn't get aged back up. Um, he actually joins the team eventually, and uh, yeah, we've got Lil Lobo for a couple years or, like, a year, maybe, and then he turns into Slobo <laughs> when a bunch of... You're not going to read this, so I'm telling you. So a bunch of... He gets, like, beat Wait, up. Wait, are we not going to read that?
1: He turns into Slobo. I totally was going to put it in there. Oh, well, you can't yes. read it. That's Slobo? fine. That's fine. Slobo. Slobo's first, first panel
3: down. of Slobo what is up do? on my wall. I have the original art of Slobo. Aaron, up on does the wall. they then
2: make him, like, Aaron homeless looked, looked. and make him hobo? What are they... <laughs> what is going on?
3: Anyway, so uh, so everything gets fixed and everyone's fine. And um, I included Young Justice 20 in here to kind of wrap it all up. Um, basically, the adults are like, kids are cool. We will, you know, monitor the situation. The old have respect. to learn
1: from the young and the young have to learn from the old. Yeah. Wrapped up in a nice little bow.
3: Yeah. Everything's perfect and fine. Yeah. Um, even to the point of getting uh, <laughs> Arouette's mom even is like I need to fix things and so it's tying up all mm. the little loose ends here and there um, and Batman and Robin
2: I have a quote circle and I can't I don't see the books because somebody put them up do you already put them up it, it I did. cannot remember what this is in reference to it's in I think it's in the Son of Young Justice or whatever that is too sons of youth yeah <laughs> what did I say sons <laughs> of young justice I don't know whatever it is. It said, "No one can resist a pretty girl with a sad puss."
4: Yeah, that was wildly <laughs> inappropriate.
3: <laughs> no. I mean, like, I don't remember geared... what that was from. It's like, who is this geared
2: to? And then it also references in that same one that somebody's gonna get their tubes tied. I'm like, how many kids were oh, asking that was, their parents that? Was what Star, that, meant? that was Star, Star woman. woman. Star Woman's like, get my tubes. <laughs> yeah. I
1: thought yeah. that
4: was hilarious.
1: Uh, I don't
3: remember the puss part.
1: Well, <laughs> I'm I'm surprised you brought those up, and you didn't comment on how young Aqua Boy, Aqua Man, Aqua Boy, whatever he was, was uh trying to hit on Star Woman by telling her that he could hold his breath indefinitely.
3: <laughs> yeah, he also said something about getting her wet, like yep. literally yes, said going to get some, you wet.
1: There are some
2: pretty, yeah. So
3: wow. two issues we didn't read was Kid Flash and Impulse, and in that Wait, we aren't have... they the same thing. <laughs> so Flash de-aged and then Impulse aged up but yes I get your joke um in that we have Wally West as a teenager trying to sleep with his wife because they just got married in continuity and they like missed their honeymoon because of superhero stuff I did
1: like that he he's wearing his Kid Flash mm-hmm. costume because Wally West was the original Kid Flash so yeah
3: and then uh, the Aqua Boy and Lagoon Man which you're welcome I didn't make you read that um that aqua boy is just super horny the whole time it's hilarious and uncomfortable um
4: yeah just looking at pictures of power girl mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah
3: accurate i feel like teens would yeah it's accurate
4: yeah but very blatant Mm -hmm. just hanging out with everyone yeah
3: Yeah. of (laughs) course um okay so batman and tim the final batman and tim conversation which is important for our continuity um batman says i trust you Oh, that one. I trust you as much as I trust anyone, including myself. And he tells Tim that he cannot tell his friends his real name, but he can take off his mask. And we have the most important return <laughs> of a character that will ever
1: happen on this podcast. One, Alan Draper is back on the show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Alan fucking Draper. First of all, his name is Alvin,
3: not Alan. <laughs>
1: I was reading lips just like Impulse.
3: <laughs> yeah, Impulse has uh, new skills. He, learned, he reads a book on lip reading. Yeah. Thought that was hilarious. And they don't buy that Alvin Draper is his real name. He's like, no one, no teenager would respectfully go by Alvin. You'd go by Al or whatever. And so Tim just starts throwing out random names. He's like, you can call me Tommy Dork. And Impulse <laughs> lip reads it wrong to be like Timmy Drake, which I thought was adorable. So. Impulse knows his actual name, but he's stupid and didn't realize it. Fair, yeah, dumb, pointless. But um, <laughs> Wonder Girl got a new costume. Anyways, comic books are fun. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new
1: Young Justice team in the next issue. We're not gonna read that, but uh, did you like
3: the blacked out silhouette of Batgirl? Batgirl <laughs> is now on Young Justice. It all lasts one issue. They just they they fight Little Lobo. Oh, see,
1: hmm. I would have it's actually
0: read that. One. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay. I love Little Lobo. Re- reviews. <laughs> Sarah, is there anything that you... Uh, we've kind of talked over you. I apologize. Uh, anything that you'd like to add?
4: Um, I just... I really liked... I did not like it at the time I read it. Um, the Superman, Superboy. Where they're off in Metropolis together. And Superman's like, you gotta call Lois. You have to talk to her and tell her. <laughs> and I was like, this is so stupid. Why on earth... Um, But then I was like oh well like from a teenager perspective and once again bringing in Nancy Drew when Carson and Ryan like became teenagers again
0: and all they could
4: think about was Carson and this girl and it's like okay that makes sense he doesn't you know he doesn't want to be truthful but he wants to still make sure everything's okay with his girlfriend and so I thought that was actually really well done and I feel like Lois was just like. This is bullshit. Like, I don't want to deal with this. (laughs) Like I am above this. Just get off the phone with me. Yeah.
2: I'm busy right now.
1: I had a little bit of trouble with the de aging of Superman in all of his parts of this because he's de aged and he acts like Superboy. The Connor Connell version of Superboy. Whereas Clark Kent was... He's the the big blue boy scout. Like, he was the farm boy. Like, I feel like he has the same moral compass and same... Maybe he was a little angsty as a teenager with hormones, but he's also Kryptonian, so, like, his hormones weren't the same as everybody else's. Like, I, I didn't read it as Clark anymore. It just... It was, like, those two... Like completely switched bodies. It was more of a Freaky Friday situation than a, and then an age shift for me there. I could see that. And I actually did not like DH Superman at all. Mm. Uh, I just didn't. It just didn't read no. like the right character. I thought Batman, like with the icicle <laughs> text, uh, read really well, and I liked what the JSA. A lot of them were like, you know, some of them were still trying to be, you know, the go getters, and the other ones were all, you know uh trying to get cause trouble and shit and that was funny but
2: do you think you didn't like the superman de-aged because of we've had like a growing up superman in a bunch of the movies and smallville and stuff and he doesn't act like a douche
1: yes and even though th- th- this point in time in comics they've retconned out his time with like the legion of superheroes and everything was a lot more short you know in Actual publication, like there was a Superboy. He ran around with superpowers for a long point,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but that's that's not quite the case in mm-hmm. the Redcon DC universe. He even right says now. that he's
3: like, "Well, I was never was Superboy. You, you Connor Superboy, always wanted to grow up to be Superman, but I've never done this before." Yeah, which was. Interesting, but I definitely see what you mean about the way he behaved. Like he was raised by the Kents, whereas Connor wasn't. So Connor's a douchey, whatever, because he came out of a test tube at sixteen. He never grew up having to clean pigs and build barns and stuff. Well, oh, and he's pretty. like really rash.
1: Like he's the first to act out of the Justice League, the Teen Justice League. Like he's the one that wants to start the fights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's definitely not Clark. And
4: but don't you think there would be a different perspective of if you. Right now, if you became a teenager again
1: I'd
0: be horrible. Would,
4: wouldn't you be like, I am sick of this shit. I am not dealing with this. Yeah. Like, because you know what better there is and he's there, he loses powers, doesn't he? Like he can't.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. has what he so, would have had at that age.
4: He's frustrated of what he can't do. Like I agree, but I don't think he did anything morally wrong not morally
1: just wrong just more brash. not thinking yeah. he was very mm-hmm. brash and i just don't think of clark kent as brash ever and so that i, I guess I was i kind of expected a d-age superman to still be the goody goody two-shoe and maybe that's what they were trying to avoid because that's i think would be the expectation is that he is still the golden boy um and they did it, they wanted to do something different so yeah. i think they were i for me that part was out of character uh, I was a little disappointed in your timeline, Benjamin. Uh, when we finished Sins of Youth. I
3: this is the order of the uh, publication.
1: No, but when we finished Sins of Youth 2, and I realized that there was another Young Justice issue, I'm like, yes, this is the Little Lobo It's Like, we're getting all <laughs> Little Lobo. This has been worth it, the whole thing. And he's in, like, two panels. Like, <laughs> yeah, I felt, I, <laughs> I felt that same way.
0: <laughs> I mean, we can keep going if you want. Uh, not that much. But... <laughs>
1: we did get alvin draper though so that would yeah. paid off
3: uh we'll, we'll work in slobo jake it is a dc crossover so i really wish he
1: robin had pulled the mask off and turned and drawn on his stubble real quick <laughs> with a all mascara the... pencil and turned around like alvin draper that
2: would have been
1: fairly funny <laughs> done that oh yeah.
3: all right what did you all think but let me ask you something what do you think of this.
0: Say right. That was it's terrible. Right. Horrendous. I'm offended. It's I'm all right. That Have was awesome. all right. Whoa, Yes. All yes.
2: Right. Ben, you said something a couple minutes ago before we got into reviews, and that'll just sum up my review. I think you mentioned the words dumb and pointless. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, none of this is necessary. There's. You could flip through and read it in 20 minutes and you'd probably get understand as much as I do after spending the time reading it that I did <laughs> and talking about it for two hours. Fair, fair. Um, too many people, too many characters. It's a big cast. It, It's some of it was, there were parts that were funny, parts that were amusing, but overall it was dumb, 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 <laughs>
3: bum, bum, bum. No, dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go next. Um, I like my comic books. Like, I like my men. Cute and dumb. Um, I like the dumb. I think Hi, the Josh. dumb... <laughs> he's not going to listen to this. Um, I I like it because of that. Like, I like that it's silly. I love that it doesn't take itself seriously, but it covers these serious things, and it's a roller coaster. Um, <clears throat> of course, a bunch of this is nostalgia. I read it when I was literally 12. So... Or 13. So having that... No, that's fair. Um... I just think it's fun. And I, I agree. There's way too many characters, too much going on. Um, it didn't trip me up because I was reading a bunch of DC at the time. So I knew who 90% of these people were. And the things that I didn't, I was like, okay, I'll skim it. Like it was okay for me to go through that. Mm-hmm. I think what mattered from here, which is why I picked it, um, or why I, when Jake mentioned doing it, I was like, yes, Jake, we should, is I think it's good to see Tim as a leader and he had to work around Batman to try to lead a team to the point of even having to like be in the shadows and let wonder girl step up to be the Mm -hmm. face of the team. So I thought that was all interesting. And I like that at the end, he eventually does get to um, be a little bit more himself and Bruce lightens up a little bit. Um, So I thought that that was important for continuity, which is why it's here. So okay. i I 100%. loved it, but I knew you wouldn't, and I was okay with that because we all have to reach it for the podcast No, I'm fine with that
0: too <laughs>
4: um I enjoyed it um I guess I don't know where the podcast is heading, so I don't know how relevant it is eh.
0: for <laughs> 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 that's about what I figured. <laughs>
4: But I was happy to read more Star Girl Star Woman and Pat and so I did very much enjoy that. I also have not read much of Tim as Robin. And so I did like doing that as well. Um it was like a good perspective. Um there were definitely it was a lot of dialogue. A lot that of I dialogue. think could have been cut down. Agreed. And a lot of characters um but I do see, like, if you're reading in that world, then you know all the characters. But, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, so overall, thumbs up.
1: We, we talked about on the way over here that there was a lot, a lot of dialogue and a lot to chew on. Um, and now that you've said that, and I've been giving it 30 seconds more thought, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of like it because you and I have kids. We got We've got a toddler in the house, and we've got a teenager in the house. And when they're revved up, they don't shut up. <laughs> and yep. it, a lot of the dialogue, a lot of the banter is—it's not st- driving the story forward. It's just the kids talking or arguing or going on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's what living with <laughs> these kids would be like. They just wouldn't. These superpowered little beans would not shut up. And, yeah, uh, no, mine yeah. didn't shut up either. Yeah, they just keep going. Yeah. Um I I enjoyed it. Uh, ben obviously uh, had i've known about this story i don't know i don't recall ever reading sins of youth one or two um before this i know i haven't read all of the little spin-offs. i do remember the spin-off covers being on the racks of the comic store they're white and they just said sins of youth you know bat boy and robin and they had the two characters mm-hmm. and there's you know 12 or whatever there's one for each of them and i they remember, all came out like the same week too. yeah I remember that it was a fun throwback to those issues when I uh, liked the trades reproductions were, had all the covers and everything in them. I did like that part. Um there were some some really fun moments in here. I I think they're it's definitely a a fun read uh that doesn't take itself too seriously and it was a fun snapshot of early 2000 DC comics that isn't trying to be the dark, moody, early 2000s comics. And uh, for that, I appreciate it. Um, We did not spend a lot of time with the Titans while Dick was on it. We just kind of did a couple little snapshots and uh, we're reading a lot more Young Justice than we ever read Titans because of Ben's... keep
3: me on the podcast. (laughs) Because of
1: Ben's love for it. But it is a huge part of Dick Grayson and Tim Drake's characters, outside of their personas of Nightwing and Robin, as a, as uh, in perspective to Batman, right? They are their own characters on their own teams, leading their own lives, and for our podcast, that is important to their development as side characters. It's also a huge
3: part of our like comic book reading together. Yes. <clears> like this are, is what I was reading and while you filling were reading me in on. Like, I'm not gonna read that. Just tell me what happened. <laughs> <laughs> while well, you would fill me in on Batman and Nightwing and whatever. So, okay. yeah. And to I was going to make you, you I, I was <laughs> like, OK, if we're doing this podcast, Jake has to actually read a couple issues of Young Justice. Oh, we need this for the build up to Sins of youth. Perfect.
1: Well, and yeah. And as much as this, um, you know, r- reflects the difference in no man's land and everything. So I think that's I think it's fun. Um, y- you you could just read sins of youth one and two. Uh, they are collected in a trade with a few of the other side stories. So you could get a smaller snapshot than what we covered for the two episodes, and, and I think it's be a satisfying snapshot. So,
3: what's next,
1: Jake? Well, if you guys are reading along with us, we are getting back into Batman and only Batman. <laughs> uh, I'll do it. <laughs> we are gonna do find out what uh, new Gotham looks like in a trade paperback called Batman Evolution. But we are also going to read in the one issue of Detective Comics that fills the gap in between No Man's Land and this trade. It's Detective Comics seven forty two, and then the trade paperback Batman Evolution. Nice. Both of these awesome. can be found in a much more difficult to obtain trade paperback called Batman New Gotham. There's a one and a two. These would be in volume one, uh, but good luck finding it.
3: Okay. Awesome. What do we learn, Aaron? <laughs>
0: It's that time again. Did you do another one of our cute little skits?
4: No, it's time to learn the day's lesson. And to find out what it is, we turn to the wheel of Batman. Wheel of Batman. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn.
2: Oh, so many things. Um, Well, it is a heavy burden Jake carries upon
3: his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> it really is, guys. It really is. He's fine. Uh, for the Brotherhood of Batman, I'm Ben, your sunshine into Gotham. Thanks for coming, Sarah. Thank you for having me.
1: I'm Jake. I'm the middle brother. We'll talk to you guys soon.
2: And I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest side of us. I'll clean stuff. Thanks for listening. Bye.
3: Next time, Aaron and I will switch ages. I'll be the oldest grumpy one, and he'll be the young, fun one, and Jake will still be in the middle. Yeah, I don't think I'll <laughs> ever be young and fun. <laughs> Never again. Were you fun when you were young? All right, bye. Doubt it. Bye. <laughs>
0: of bed is cleansed this city's way